welcome, welcome, welcome. We are live. Oh, where did y'all like go to? Okay, well, I introduce everybody else. We're live. Welcome for joining this weekend's Todd Lasso's All-Star Weekend. That's why I, I, I typed it. Uh, it's an all-GLC podcast for most of it, pretty much, apart from one or two things. Uh, so that's why we have the full Chelsea's cast here. If you're watching this live, before I go on, like, share, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Footy Fantasy. Uh, you can see it in the ticker scrolling, F-O-O-T-I-E Fantasy on YouTube. Like, share, subscribe. We also are on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is very active now. We post pretty much multiple articles, multiple comments on the week. Like, share, subscribe. Uh, so let's introduce everyone. Before we go to Chelsea people, uh, we'll start with Ola, part of the team. Thanks for joining. Happy to be here. Uh, we'll go to the Chelsea uh, people, uh, pod, Mr. Dada. Thanks for having me. Uh, new person, new member to the first time on the show, uh, Benny. Good to have you here. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Uh, and uh, regular Chelsea, I have to add that to you. That's what <laughs> we have to add that to you. Uh, <laughs> okay, and I, I think I'll, I'll let me just start with Idris for sure. Let me start. Let's just go dive in. Let's dive right in. No, let's not waste time. <coughs> Tuku, Tommy Tuku, deserve to be sacked. Of course, if anybody's watching this, it's what? It's been two weeks now, right? It's been two weeks since we sacked. We are under a rock. Let's just assume some people have been under a rock. But Tuku has been sacked what, after 18 months in charge. Is he up to 18 months? Correct me if I'm wrong. No, yeah, it's about 18 months now. It's a year, year and a half or something like yeah. that. Yeah, it was yeah, 15, 15 or 18 months. Inside. So, Idris, do you think Tommy Tuku deserves to be sacked? And tell us why. Or if you don't think so. Oh, no, I do think he deserves to be sacked, to be very honest. Um, <clears throat> for just one reason. Not everything is about results. Although results play, play the role, in my own opinion. Some people don't think the results were that bad. Which, you could debate that. Because some some, some coaches have actually been fired for, for worse, I guess, than that. But I also think it's Chelsea. Some coaches have been fired for less. So... Um, it's Chelsea, right? So for me, I do think, but my my reason I believe he 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 needed to be fired was pretty much personality, right? Um, with the things we heard after he got fired, I mean, if you if you spend four billion dollars, man, and you you're promising to spend another like two hundred and fifty million in successions, another probably one billion in another three years, you don't need somebody that gives you a headache. You don't need somebody you're not on the same page with. You don't need somebody you have to doubt um, their loyalty to you, especially when they're they're in charge of the assets you're acquiring. You don't, you don't need stupid leaks coming out saying like you wanted to play 10-10-1. Like you don't need all those kind of rubbish coming out. So it just tells you a lot. And to be very honest with you, Tuch, this is not the first time we've heard this about Tucho. We heard it. We heard this kind of like rhetoric before he was not taken by Bayern Munich from Dortmund. Because if you think about it, the so-called Farmers League, everybody graduates into Bayern Munich. Tuchel was one of the people they didn't want to touch, right? There was a reason for it. In PSG, he had power. Although, yes, he butted heads with Leonardo, but yet still bungled that. <clears throat> He's a great tactician, no doubt. But he found a way to make Messi, um, I'm sorry, not Messi, um, Mbappe, Neymar, and yeah, I think Messi, play very dull format of football. We just didn't want to make noise about it to be very honest because they got to the finals 
But if you look at what PSG is playing now versus under Tuchel, although I won't say this coach in PSG right now is better than Tuchel, but it's very clear. Like there is, although a great tactician, it's not eye-pleasing and it's very regimented. You understand? And it can be predictable. That's, that, that's the main key issue, predictable. So for me, based on what has come out, uh, yes, he, he deserves to be fired because um, you cannot be the most powerful man. We're talking about contract extensions. Then overnight, you're getting fired. You, you know what I mean? Like something went wrong somewhere. That's And, and I, I cannot just give him the excuse of you, Russia invaded Ukraine. His, ma- his baby mama left him. Um, it's raining yesterday. Like you can, we can't just keep finding excuses for the guy. As far as I'm concerned, like he, he didn't want to be. And the reason I mentioned excuses was he did not want to be a technical director. So no, we don't. That's nah, nah. Like that. Those are my opinions. For it's more personality than it is even results at this point. Okay, good point. Zaza says, especially when he's mismanaging assets. How many offensive players have improved? Oh, to pick back of to pick back of that, and I'll, I'll hand over to my brothers here to to speak on it. When majority of your offensive <laughs> players are saying they want to leave, and they are also not saying that they're not they're not angry at the coach. They're not fight. There's no fight. They're just saying the system doesn't work for me. Okay. That's a very sick. And you you know what I mean. The system doesn't work for me. I need to go. That's a problem, man. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, good points, good points. I like straight to it. Benny, what are your thoughts about this? Um, I think you we have to figure out which perspective we're looking at it from. Are we looking at it from the perspective of a fan or as perspective of the runners of Chelsea? They have to do a call. So for from the perspective of the owners, people running Chelsea, yeah, the guy should be fired because obviously they're not on the same page. But from a fan or a third party looking in, we have to put things in perspective. When the Russia whole Russia Ukraine Ukraine thing started, you know, and all the sanctions came through, that guy was top notch with the way he managed everything. Yes, um, the fact that we were able to get top four with everything going down to where they couldn't even fly, and there's some things like all those things, and the fact that we were able to make top four was just nothing short of his genius, really. The fact that he was able to set up that defense well to not concede as much—that was, I think, that was a. a as a masterstroke, that shows the kind of coach he is. He's elite, right? Now, from that perspective, um, you know, then you get, uh, and just look from the outside looking in, there he, he gets good scores. Now you have an American owner who, let's be honest, knows Jack nothing about football, doesn't know much about football. And let's be honest, when we had that 443, whatever, a lot of us are like, you know what? I can see that dude suggesting 443. Yeah, like, oh, granted, it was a mistake, yes. Obviously, he came out, oh, wait, wait, no, that's like 442. Yeah. But I can absolutely, in my mind, see that guy saying, yes, 443. I can absolutely see that mistake happening. You fire the main, uh, the sports code, uh, the, uh, the, the the main scout. You fire uh, Buck. What, was it Bruce? Yeah, Bruce Buck. Bruce Buck. You fire Marina. Now, granted, Marina is the uh, Roman uh, apologist or whatever, but you take those two out and Peter Cech leaves. And then you, not knowing much about the game, show up and say, oh, I think I'll be sporting director. Then you put so much burden on Tuchel as some kind of consultant, and that guy couldn't focus on coaching. Preseason was horrible the whole time because dude was there trying to say, hey, let's buy this guy, let's buy that guy. But he wasn't the one making the deals. And we had Mr. Todd, Walmart Todd, as I like to call him, <laughs> showing up to business deals, 
in Walmart gear. Now, I mean, obviously, money is fine and everything, but the way you represented uh, matters. I mean, Roman, and, and now I'm not trying to say Roman was the best and greatest ever, but imagine you're a soccer player trying to find a club to, to play for. And this the owner of this club invites you to his multi-million dollar yacht just to come and chill and have dinner to talk. But so this guy that I showed up in a hoodie with a manila folder, just showing you, hey, let's let's talk about what you can bring here. I know with the American accent, which is not trustworthy in the soccer world, let's be honest. Talking to you about what he can sell to you or anything. No wonder we lost. He went to a meeting with Barcelona, and afterwards, we lost three players, three targets to Barcelona. Because those guys ate him up for what he was. Just a rookie. That's it. That's the God honest truth. He's a rookie. And this guy is here playing football manager. Now, like I said, from the owner's standpoint, it is money. He can do whatever. That's his own wala. But as a fan, and from the outside looking in, you have to be honest and say that Tuki was given too much responsibility, more than he was used to back then. When Peter Check left, he had this whole thing where he just came out and just talked. He had a diatribe, complained about why Check left and everything. You can tell that he trusted those guys to help him scout players. And we started going at the end, paying $80 million for uh, uh, sorry, Cucurella. $80 million for Cucurella. <laughs> Even though we had like top targets, who I believe I'm, I'm certain the other more experienced people would have somehow gotten. I remember we lost Rudiger, we lost certain players, like key players in the previous whatever. So it was very crucial that we got like even very capable players this time around. The only plus I give them was Kulibali. I was still overpay for Kulibali, Steph. Overpay for Kulibali, overpay for Fana, overpay for Kukurela. Sterling came in, which is a good plus and everything. But I, in my opinion, especially if you've consulted this guy to help you spend up to 300 million. Then you fire him after three games before he could actually focus on football. He doesn't deserve to be fired. He does not, especially when you don't know anything about football. Let's be honest. Bully is your money. Do whatever you want, but you don't know anything about soccer. You really don't. He doesn't deserve to be fired, from my perspective. Okay, okay, I like that. I, I went to you, Purple Stick, to get that balance. I'll go. I'll go to. I'll go to Dada. <laughs> what, what are your Man, thoughts? It, it took me. It took me a lot to not interject, but I'm just gonna take your point one at a time, right? So first of all, Benny, if you've ever bought a house, and Iron knows me, I like analogy. If you've ever bought a house, right, do you tell the owners, please come and help me decorate my house that I just bought from you? No, you buy your own furniture because you know how you want to set up your own TV. You put your own cuttings in because you bought your house and you have a vision of how you want your house to look. In any time people have bought a company, any company people have bought, you always make changes. And the reason why you make changes is because of two reasons. One is because you have a strategic vision of how things should be ran, right? So when Todd Bowley bought Chelsea, he had a strategic vision of how Chelsea could be ran. If he didn't have a strategic vision, guess what he would have done? He would have just bought equity in the company and be hands off. So first of all, whether right or wrong, and, and this is a debate that people often have, and I don't know the answer, because sometimes you can come in with your own vision and it works, and sometimes it doesn't work. Yeah. But whether right or wrong, every time you buy an asset, you have to make changes. You have to bring your own people in because that's why you bought it. You bought it because you feel like you can run it better than a previous guy or girl and you can create value. So that's just what it is, right? So all those guys that left, check and all that, they had to leave because Todd is going to come in and say, hey, look, guys, I like to have meetings at 5 p.m. every Friday with your eyes wide open or no one should be eating pizza on Tuesday. That's just how the rules are. Everybody yeah. has their own vision of how things should be done. So you can't really fault him for that. Second of all, does Tuku deserve to be fired? The answer is a resounding yes. 
Now, piggyback of what Idris said, it all goes back to the vision. Todd has a vision of how sports should be. And people always often say, oh, these guys, they don't know what they're doing. Look, hmm. <laughs> what I notice about business-minded people is this. You don't need to be an expert in, in something. All you just need to know is every, every business, every sport has a certain structure. Marketing, buying players, selling tickets, connecting with fans. It doesn't matter what the sport is. Those foundations are the same, whether it's cricket in India, whether it's um, polo in England or soccer. It's all the same foundation. It's the same pillar. It's the same. What's up? Or football. Don't call it soccer. No, this is Chelsea podcast. It's soccer. Okay. Carry I mean, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Whatever sport it is. You know, whatever sport it is, the foundation is still the same. It's a simple business plan. You get revenue from fans who are loyal to the brand. You try to win tournaments. You try to buy players at a discount. You try to sell them at a premium. It's the same. The only reason why I always feel like, and which also goes back to why people make fun of him when he made that note to South is we have this condescending view of Americans and non-English people when it comes to sports. And that's part of the traditionalist element of English soccer. It's such a conservative sport. We always feel like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, this sport is so pristine. It's so conservative. It has to be done this way. Anything deviates or that comes from a foreigner is not real. But to your point, though, Tugu deserves to be fired for three major reasons. One, and I've told almost everyone on here this, except for a lot, is one, is inability to develop players. And I ask you this, Benny, right? Mention one player since Tuku came that has been developed. Mention one player that say, you know what, this player has improved, improved since yeah. Tuku came. I'll wait. Should I answer? Go for it. Rudy guy on that Lampard. What was he doing? No, huh. no, 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 that's not no, true. No, no, but I'm asking, no, I'm asking. No, 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 Wait, wait, when you said, like, but, exactly. okay, That's my point. wait, wait, my wait, point. wait, no wait, 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 but let me mention, I'll let you finish, two more points, okay, Jorginho improved, I'll jump in, I'll jump in, I'll jump in, Jorginho absolutely improved, yes, absolutely, you went from being in the 90s on the bench, on the Lampard, winning European player of the year, that guy improved now, Jorginho played, Jorginho played, I think with James improved, it's goal scoring. No, 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 no. Yes, no. Oh, yes, no. If I may, if I may, Riz James was on a trajectory, even on that was already on. Yeah, was already trajectory. So you don't, you don't, you don't give him credit for continuing on that trajectory. You don't, you don't give too credit for him continuing on that. Other people could have regressed, but he continued on that. But Jorginho, but Jorginho regressed. Jorginho regressed the last five. On that, on that last five. Can I finish? Can I finish though? Yeah. So finish. You finish it. So let me mention the attacking players who have underperformed significantly. Timowena, right? Lukaku, Ch, Kalamartin Adoy, right? These are all forward players who have not progressed under Tuku. Even even um even Mount. Mount, I can't really blame him for Mount because Mount was already showing signs of being a great player, but Mount has been kind of dodgy in the past few games. So guess what? So that's reason number two. That's reason number two. Yes, and then number three, and this is what I like about, about football is, no matter how subjective we are, guess one thing you cannot argue against is results. Just go look at Chelsea's first 50 games under Tuku and Chelsea's last 50 games. It was quite obvious. 
one thing that was happening was Chelsea was considering three times the goals that we're considering in our last 50 games. Simple as that. The result has been subpar. So if you want to argue about, oh, you know what, blah, 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 the result has been subpar. Now, the main reason it got fired was this. Um, Todd had a vision of how this should be done. Tuku, for all his faults, could just not align to that vision. And they used the result as an easy way to cut him off. Simple as that. There's no, there's no, there's really no debating about it. Now, if Tuku was top of the league and it was doing well, and people fired him, guess what? It would have been tough to make that argument. But guess what? If you go read reports, there are reports about Tuku actually having two separate training sessions for players who wanted to stay and players who didn't want to stay. stay. So for me, it's like if I'm running a football club and that's how your manager is acting, you got to go. Simple as that. And I get it. There's this obsession from Chelsea fans that we want we want a long-term manager. It's like, it's like this thing that we've always wanted to have. You know, we, we crave it. It's like, man, we want a manager that'll be here for five years. But guess what, guys? Stability is not a is not a requirement for success. That's just you know what I'm saying. You can you can literally change. now. There's a downside to changing managers often, but I guess the obsession is like, oh man, you know what? Oh, we we always want to have this manager for ten years. And the, the truth of the matter is that may not be us. But that being said, I do see a long-term manager under Todd Bowley. And based on what I've read and what I'm seeing, I am extremely bullish on, on his viewpoints. And I think in the next three years, Chelsea will win the league if we keep going under Todd Bowley. And that, that is my point. Another thing that Chelsea fans don't like to admit, Chelsea had horrible governance under Roman. Yeah, we did. The reason why, the reason we why, did. the reason why all those cracks did not show, because for two reasons. Roman's objective of owning the club was not really as a money-making strategy. It wasn't really in Chelsea to make money. And two, that someone was ruthless from the top. You guys have to ask yourself this. Look at how much disarray Chelsea went into when Roman got in trouble. That's bad governance. You don't want your club right, to, be, to have a centralized authority. You want it to be a group of people who are able to make decisions for succession planning. So the moment Roman left... The, the, moment Roman, the, the moment Roman left, the club was just in shambles. That was bad, bad succession planning. Yeah. Yes, that's horrible. For any company, planning. any business, today, anything, today, you, even your household. Should, should, yeah. should, Bondi, should something bad happen to Bondi? Guess what? Chelsea is in good hands because yeah. you have a system in place. You spread our power. So, so, so that, I mean, that is my point. I mean, I, I just don't know what else to say about, oh, you know, managers and, and this whole view of oh, the guy wears Walmart t-shirts, dude. Fam, most of the people who are making decisions, they don't need to wear a suit and tie, they don't need to, they don't need to come wearing Jojo Armani. Because you know why? Once you Google Todd, you know who the fuck he is. He's a size lord. You don't need to I be have, wearing you don't need to wear a suit I, and tie. I, I, I have some something to pick back on on, on, hold on ben, one second. Please, one, one, one quick question. One question. Okay. Why are we talking like when I started? I said two perspectives. One from the management side, from management side, yes, yes, fire to go, yes. But we have fans, fans watching the club. We don't have unless you have stake in the club, which I don't, I don't know. And that's for Emperor. If you have stake inside, you probably have stake inside. What you talk about every every other day, you probably have a stake in church. That's why I'm talking like this. But as a fan from an outside looking in, that's what we are. We don't, we're not like there looking at the stock report. Oh, what was Chelsea doing today? What Chelsea doing tomorrow? We're looking at the field of play, and that's from the perspective I'm talking from. 
Before the play, sir. Okay, ben, okay. Ben, and you talk about ben, the last 50. Oh, wait, you talk about last 50 games. Wait, you play, that... you play. Let me ask one question. Out of all the games Chelsea has played this season, what game do you finish watching? You're like, ah, oh, my, that was good. Though. What game? Tottenham. Chelsea Tottenham. Did you watch game? game? Out of eight. Wait, no, no, no. That game, that game was like somebody died. Though. It's not the same game that they scored 80 minutes. I mean, 90 minutes. I thought no, 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 no. That game was. No, no, no. Let's give it to you. Oh, that performance was, was, was good. good. It was. Yes, yes. Good. Every other game sucked. We were still buying players during that period too. That that shows you how crazy the market, the the the, 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 the transfer market was. We were still worried. About, pre-season was horrible. We didn't know who we were buying. That's what I'm talking about. All the dysfunction that he caused by firing those guys and everything. You have to give this guy time to settle. Players need oh, to sorry, jail. Sorry, can I tell you jail? Oh, yeah, there's a correction on that. There's a misconception, though. There's a misconception, though. A lot of folks think um, um, they bought those players for Tuku. Let me tell you one very honest truth. If you read in between the lines, let me tell you one very honest truth. I think you have to buy those players before, even before no, 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 Tuku. No, 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 no. no. Let me tell you something that's interesting. Is The day... And, and, and maybe I'm just giving this guy way too much credit. The day that guy bid uh, it on Chelsea, he knew he was going to fire Tuku. Let me just say that one. Let me just say uh, that wait, one. But, but is this... Sorry, you're nah, I, I, that, that one I'm going to say, I think you're giving too much credit. I'm going to say that. Is it, yeah. Yeah. Is it, is yeah. it a feeling? I'll tell you why. Let me tell you my, my theory. Sorry. Yes, okay, the theory. Okay, go ahead. Let, let me just say my theory. My theory is this. Is... And maybe once again, though, maybe the guy calls, maybe he's a size lord and I'm giving him too much credit. Correct. Check. I'm going to go there. You have a bias for that. You really You're giving do. him way too much credit. Way too much credit. Let Dada make his point. I so here's my theory, you. right? Yeah. You're about to come into an organization, right? You're like, okay, I'm about to buy this team. Man. The first thing you do is you do due diligence on everybody. Like, ah, these people, these people, these people. You're not going to Tuku. You're not saying, ah, okay, what issue? As Because at the end of the day, football is a very small world. Todd Bolly has people that he trusts, that he can call. I say, hey, man, I don't know anything about football, though. But please, what do you think about this Tuku guy? I'm pretty sure there are people you can call that can give him, oh, hey, you know what? I can't tell you much, but my buddy worked at PSG. Let me tell you what he thinks. Oh, you know, this guy that I played golf with used to work at Bayern or used to work at Dortmund. Let me tell you what he thinks. So he already has an opinion of Tuku before coming in. Whether he was going to fire him or not, he had an opinion. So guess what he wanted to do? Say, you know what? I have my opinion. I have my bias. So let me assess this guy personally. So yeah, maybe he asked lunch with him. He's like, hey, look, we're thinking of bringing in Cristiano Ronaldo. And maybe it's a stupid idea to bring in Cristiano Ronaldo. I'm glad Tuku stood his foot on that. But maybe rather than Tuku to say, hey, guys, let me show you why we don't want Cristiano Ronaldo. Tuku's like, I'm the manager. F you guys. I'm out of this. I don't want wow. Cristiano Ronaldo. No, no, no. This is, no, no, no. I'm not saying this is what happened. <laughs> okay, maybe. Okay, okay. It's just theory. Right? So, so this is that basic net he's talking about. Oh, this guy doesn't know how to work with people. Okay, that's fine. Hey, can you sit down? We want to bring in Aubameyang. And it's like, okay, I really want Aubameyang. Get it done in two seconds. But Todd is like, hey, can you give me an assessment of data-driven reasons why we need him? And it's like, I don't have time for this. I have to go do tactics. So guess what? My point is this. Tuku was ready in the hole based on his previous uh, behavior. Behaviors in different places. There was a mountain for him to climb. In order for, for him to, to impress Todd Bollis. So Todd Bollis is like, you know what? I would only keep you if you are top of the league. And the yeah. moment they started making mistakes, it was like, oh, what? This is my opportunity to fire this guy. I'm going to fire him. The fans are not going to backlash because the results were not there. Not so that's my point to you. Or oh, it will split. It will split. It will split, split down split the middle. So. Okay. Okay. That's, that's, a, that's a, it's a sound theory. Ben, ben, if that ben, was ben, the case. Ben. 
There's no trial talk okay, you know, now. Actually, actually, just, just uh, let sorry. us let us chime in too. We cannot just be watching your mouth. The part I wanted uh, to the part I wanted to tap with Ben was was this: there was a misconception that Marina was fired and um, Bruce Bork were, were fired. Do not fire. Oh, quit. No, 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 came out. He was fired. Bork was fired. No, 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 fired. They didn't want to. You can call it whatever you want. They did not want to the transition period. Only person that wasn't fired was Peter Check. Peter Check wasn't fired. He left on his own volition. Those other two, those other two were fired. The Athletic reported that they were fired. That's what they reported. They were fired. What are you talking about? They were fired. Marina was fired. And um, Bruce Bork was fired. Peter Check left on his own volition. Those two were fired. Neat. Neat. Let's 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 let's. Because look, I think we give him way too much credit, way too much credit for, for what we're saying here. We can say, okay, there was some friction with the Cristiano Ronaldo thing, but the uh, reports that we read, and I think it's safer to go with those reports that because those guys have done their due diligence, or whatever, they might be wrong, but better than our own theories that we was coming up with on the fly. The report said that okay, when he, the Ronaldo thing came up, obviously I could see why Tordoli won Ronaldo. Like it's big name, big money, big everything. Makes sense. Makes Perfect business sense. Bring him in. Get that money quickly. It's going to bring in a lot of fans and all that. But yes, Christian said he didn't want him because he would ruin his own um uh, uh what's it called dressing his dressing room. And he I agree. He ruin his own dressing room. And, and I, I agree, agree with that. that. I'm sure yeah. you agree with that too. too. Yes, but obviously, I think, I think almost all like I said, did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Bully has the money, so he can make a decision mm. on that. Like this, this guy is what's in his name. In our group, Ayo, in our group, Ayo, very few guys were going to agree with that Ronaldo signing. The biggest fear, we all agreed. We all you're always calling me out, though. I remember you called actually, me out. Actually, 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 no, 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 actually, actually, I wanted Ronaldo. I wanted Ronaldo. I wanted Ronaldo. I said very few. I didn't say a lot. And the only reason Chelsea fans were worried about Ronaldo was dressing room situation. In United, he's at home. That's his village. You can do as you please in your village. In Chelsea, <laughs> it will be chaotic for like like we, we are a very chaotic club. Now, the only the other thing I wanted to add on that whole Ronaldo saga or situation was you have to give Todd Bowley credit for actually holding his guns and saying, okay, if you don't want the guy, you don't want the guy. But what are the stats as that I was saying for not wanting this guy? Again, yeah. you can you cannot your 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 personality cannot just and, and I keep saying it. I was making the joke about using Tuchel as a prayer point, as a, as a point in life, to le as a lesson, lesson point. You cannot be this guy that all of a sudden the king dies or the queen dies. You are the next heir apparent. Everything is what you dreamed of. And you found a way to fumble the ball. Because Tuchel does not know how to manage up. You, thank you. That's the word. He can't manage, manage up. I'll, I'll, I'll he can't give manage that up. That's, that's he can't manage up. So but at that moment, Ben, think... mm -hmm. at yeah, that moment, I don't know if you also saw like reports where I'll, I'll, he had I'll, spoken I'll, to Chaloba he had spoken to Chaloba and family. He had spoken to Hudson Odoi and family that you can go. But me, I don't know why this guy doesn't want you. But stats prove that you should stay. There were reports, whether rumors or stuff, talking to these kids that he wasn't going to learn anything. Tuchel? No, that's Todd Bowley. Like, okay. part of the list of players Tuku wanted to sell were these same young players that no. Todd didn't understand. Not Chaloba. Not Chaloba. Hudson Odoi, yes. What were reported on one at, 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 with the mirror, and I know the mirror is garbage, but I know, I know, I know it's garbage, but as quoted as I don't know why he doesn't want you, but we have plans for you. That had been the theme to young players that were going on loan. 
Ampadu. All these guys. So it's it an Ampadu, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. like all these guys. Like there was something they were seeing that even if we we're going to go crazy, bully and buy players, the guy that is supposed to close for us, Tuchel. Okay. Players might be my like. Let's be honest, Lampard. Everybody, like, oh, I came because I want to play for this manager. I came because this guy spoke to me. I came. You know this kind of thing. If your right. guy that is not right. seeing your vision, he's not helping you close deals, and you are spending money, even if you have an American accent that I believe Alam Google are going to play Champions League next year, <laughs> no matter how dumb you are, and you are bringing your ace to come and help you close deal. And they are, you know what I mean. I mean, I've worked as a as a pre-sales solutions architect. My job is to close for the guy that brings in the lead. You understand? Make everybody manage up is what that does. Yeah, if right, right. eating my lunch in public, broke a broke club, and a broke club is eating my lunch, and you are sitting out there telling me I don't want to get technical advice. Right. Right. I was going to say like, how often have you guys heard things like, "Oh, the manager called me. That's why I came." Like you see, so, I, I, agree. Like, I, agree. I agree. I agree. I agree with that. I agree with that. Manager called me. So before I used to think that thing was BS. I keep no, it's not BS. Oh, decision. So I was not doing more. Apparently, what happens with a lot of players is. Some players actually start to do this. They hire um, a third-party analyst to analyze teams for them to see, hey, how like if I would fit in. Yes, mm-hmm. I didn't know. Kayabat. Kayabat. Yes. did that. Sterling did Dybala. that. Dybala. Dybala. Dybala did that. Yes. For years, third-party analyst to say, mm-hmm. hey, how like fit into this team. So apparently, when they are not on defense, the manager will not call them and say, okay, I understand this what this analyst is saying, no, but let me guarantee you that here's what they are missing. So oftentimes, managers do step in. With this transfer mm-hmm. thing, because I used to think it was purely transactional, it no, wasn't. No, no. So managers will step in and say, "Hey, even though the analyst said um, you would do better company from this right wing goal, yeah. let me tell you that I'm bringing in this player, and you guys can do X, Y, Z." They'll be like, "Oh, okay." The player will not be like, "So, what's your plan for set pieces?" Oh, yes, what I'm going to do. They'll be like, "Okay, cool. You know what? I'll put that into uh, consideration." Uh, okay. You're right. Yes. You're right. Because, and you know, and you know, I'm glad that I said this thing because this was one of the things when as much as we know Lukaku was a shithead for the way he handled whoever was advising him, the press, the whatever, <clears throat> I could not get over the fact we spent 19 million on a guy that banged a, a bunch of goals in a different league, farmers league or not, right? Comes in and one key thing he said in that interview that went over all of us's head was I had a conversation with this guy about how we we're going to play. It's not looking like how we talked and I'm really trying. And it's not my strongest suit. And then yeah. the manager says after that, when things were hot, we are not building around one player. Fan. If I hired, he did say it. He did say uh, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm, I'm just saying, how if, that a... if, no, no, but that's 90 million dollars, uh, 90 million euros or whatever it is that's put us in the hole. And then a player we've lost and then playing into the, the stereotype of that is a graveyard for strikers. Fam, there was nothing Nothing Tukchil did that was going to help Bayern. Sorry, there, yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing Tuchel did that. Two seconds. All right, Dio. Two seconds. Two seconds. I beg. I beg. <laughs> Remember, Lukaku was not our first choice. First of all, right. Lukaku was not our first choice. We landed on that player by whatever. And before that interview, he was doing well. He was doing well. He was banging in goals. He was a high scorer at that point. Then he went and did one stupid interview. Then ruined his own psyche by himself. That was his own fault. Uh, that guy used his own hand to do himself. Let's be uh, honest. He's a player that thrives off of emotional acceptance, like emotional whatever. The way everybody has said, no, everyone no, has said, no, 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 Lukaku specifically, specifically. But Lukaku's look, I'm saying Lukaku's performance is directly tied to how he still so thinks. How about Timo? How about Timo? How about Havertz? Timo was even without. Those guys, so even when they were 
How about, how about Damien Brown that banged 15 goals? Compare Lukaku to those guys. I can guarantee you the way the team dropped off after that backlash. Those other guys were still at least decent. Lukaku dropped off like... I disagree. I think... Look at the stats. Look at the stats. Yeah. I disagree. I think he just made... He proved the point to that guy that like, I'll play how I want to play and we don't play around the player. And he's on loan now. All right, though. Okay. Mr. Moderator. Okay. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> you, you, you ah. the, the answer is yes. Only on the caveat for Ben said, No, I'm actually sure he said it. It was a mistake. I know he said it. I remember Lukaku making runs in behind and team playing sideways. I know. Oh, that was true. Every small team was pointing down, pointing down like this. What of this? What of this? That was not anywhere. Well, that was true, though. That was true, though. Hola, good. Let's say, yeah. Well, I'm sure I will testify to this. We did our piece, um, our top six predictions. We did it, I think, maybe the week before. And I had put there, I said, this season is going to spiral out of Tuku's control. Like, it won't last more than a few. You could just see it's coming. You can see it coming. And it's not because he's a bad manager, but that guy, he robs people up the wrong way. You can just check his past history. That guy, he gets in trouble with senior management, people who are above him. That Even his own players, he, he robs them up the wrong way. I just, I just don't know what the personality he has. You can, you can all laugh at Jurgen Klopp for his org and org policy. But there's something to that, you know? You can still hug people and still criticize them and they'll still be on your side. Maybe too cool to just learn a bit of all game management because that guy runs the management. wrong way. He does. He needs. He needs a good personality. There's some things good personality can get you out of. No, you know no. that guy. He robs people of the wrong. I, I could just see it coming. Man managing though. He's a decent Sorry? man manager. Is it? Is it? Is an okay man manager? I don't think he's any worse. That's not man. his strongest point. Yeah. Yes. That, it, it's not. It's not. No, it's not one yeah. of his strongest suits at all. And when your players, like you guys were saying, like he starts dividing training. So you're putting some players in in one part in one particular section, like oh, you guys are not good enough, and then he's training the other guys. That's not for me. That's not good man management. Your your owner is going to beg other players not to go, saying just exactly. So for me, it's not a bad manager. In answer to the question, by, by Chelsea by Chelsea standards, yeah, <laughs> he was going to be fired. <laughs> Honestly, he was he was going to be fired. I could see it coming because we even have to change our predictions and just rewrite that part. That okay, Tuka is even gone now because so just around the time we we're making the prediction, I was talking about Tuka, and then the next thing was fired, and that's that's how it is. You could see it coming, and I think he deserved more credit. I, I know you're saying maybe players didn't improve. I always see that as when people say, "Oh, okay, the bad things are because of this guy." But the good things are not because of that guy. I always have an exactly. issue with that. I always have an issue with that. It's either okay, you're giving some credit when the time is good, and when when it's bad, give him all the criticism. But you can't have it both ways and say, oh, well, he didn't improve that guy, but then all the bad things was because of him. I, I don't know. I I don't really subscribe to that kind of um, notion. I try to be a bit more balanced. But the main issue was like um, Dada said, the results were not good, and the the, the performances were not really good either. That's a big issue. When the performances are not good, then that's a big problem because sometimes I, I, you might be on the results. Chelsea play. I'm so if ask Ayo, there were days I, I messaged Ayo and say, Are you watching a Chelsea game? He said yes. And I told him, I said, Bro, I'm sorry. I'm sorry we are doing this to you. I'm sorry you are watching this horrible <laughs> satanic we're football. Take, we're taking everything. <laughs> it was, it was haram football, man. So sorry. Haram football. Isolated. 
My fans. I remember when Ayo, we did the first week's podcast, and it was specifically Chelsea, and we were doing. I think all you were there. I was doing prediction of, and every I was I was predicting certain things. They say, oh, here comes the toxic Chelsea fan. Always looking at things from from the wrong side. I said, you guys are not watching the games that we, we have been watching. We know there's a problem. Mm. We look good from the outside. We can see there was a problem. Dada said something. I was I was out uh, at the morning playing um just 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 in the pastures playing um whatever, and I wasn't watching the game, and I could see the text messages we had, and everyone was like saying literally the same thing. And Dada, I remember that we had a conversation. He said. You said if we took our screenshot of our conversations that week, <laughs> Tuchel got fired. And the last month, Lampard got fired. It was literally identical words we were using. Yeah. It was almost identical. We could yeah. see, it was like everybody seen so, the problem. So, so at what point, I'm going to jump in now because I, I think I'm going yeah. to finish this, this segment and go to Potter because time is where at what point now you said you've said two different managers, right? One less experienced. One very experienced, yes. right? And now you said the same thing. At what point do you now say, "Oh, is it that these players are just the player profiling was just not good enough?" Because this is two two different managers, and you are saying you are complaining of the same thing, but now you are saying it's another manager again now. So what happens? This is a hypothetical question. I'm not saying you don't want to answer it. I'm just leaving my thoughts out there. What happens? You come end of the, the like this season, you're having the same problems. With the same players under Potter now. At what point are you now going to say, oh, maybe the profiling of a player versus, oh, it's just the manager's fault, right? Because I think sometimes as fans, there are sometimes you need to understand difference between player profiling, what a player is stronger at versus what a player can improve on, right? Because there, there's a big difference, but there's always a gap between that. We always think every player should be able to do this because the midfielder should be able to dribble. No, what if he's not a dribbler? Like what I was talking about. <laughs> Maybe that's I believe I believe in what you just said, Ayo. Yeah, yeah. So I think there's a player problem with yeah. Chelsea, right? So Tuku, I'm going to break it down in my opinion. Let's now we're back on Tuku. I break it out to two two sides, right? The tactical sides, we talked about most of it. I think the things that let me start with things he did well, right? I think setting Chelsea up to be the best defensive team over the first 50 games, it's not an easy thing. Defensive coaching is a very hard thing. I think people just it's not an easy thing. Chelsea were the best defensive team in Europe for 50 and they won the European Champions League. Whether people want to say it was luck, like some of my friends were saying, I was like, mm, all the stars. There's an element, but all the stars don't really agree that it was a fluke. That Champions League, all the stars yeah. said they were the best team in Europe when they won that. If but this Real Madrid um, win, all the stars didn't agree. Real Madrid were doing, but when Real Madrid won, all I heard was Don Carlo, Don Carlo. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's very interesting how how like opinions can change based right, right. on the so that's one thing there. The other thing I think he was able to do well um was 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 the ability to like bring players quickly on side, right? Because Lampard had lost the players, right? A lot of players were during those first 50 games. So I think he did very well in that. Now, the other things I think he did not do well, and I, I know I told you that was the development of attacking players, that was a big problem. Chelsea yeah. has been developed. In my opinion, I think the thing that is not talked about enough is the fact that the whole back three and this was a, was a temporary thing that Tuku came it in. It was a temporary thing. But it feels like when he landed that temporary thing, 
he now just went a different direction. That was not his plan initially. Bro, the temporary team wants him the Champions League. Correct. I understand. Like, I understand. what I'm going to play going forward. I almost... Yeah, I understand. The equipment plan was now based on that. I think that was a big problem for Tuchel. I think uh, the last thing is also style. Yeah. I think style. Yeah. When I look at yeah. it, it's Tuchel yeah. that I remember, right? Because Dortmund is my second team, right? I watch. I watched him under under Dortmund. Yeah. Getting pressing, high press, quick. When expansive PSG, football. I know why yeah. you have to adjust. In PSG, PSG. You have Neymar, Mbappe. I mean, you have a choice. You have to. You are going to get run out of the club. You don't adjust, right? That you, don't, you have. You literally have no choice. So they had to do that. And to answer the talk about Galtier, Galtier kind of has a free reign now, right? He has a new director of football to work with. That 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 was key. That new was players key. also, and now yeah. PSG are kind of like the owner, the person that's seen that this is the problem. It's not just about coaches. You have to promote young players promote through the ranks. Approach. Yeah, Galtier has a, mm -hmm. a different approach now. Um, I, I think that was the, another problem was that fact that I don't think he had a clear style of play of what he wanted to do when he came in. He won Champions League playing the whole back three possession football, and all of a sudden, but he also banked on experience. Yes. He banked on experience because when he came in, that. and I know why Ben say J five improved when he came in, he shored up. Um, I'm the team. I remembered in my in our toxic group chat, we were like, ah, coach Wisabi, Lampard was just off opening leg. And I wanted to understand, like, what was the difference? Like, I understand 4-3-3 can be caught on the uh, counter. But I wanted to understand. Pep broke it even further and said, if you look at the back threes, the distance between the back three, yeah. the midfield, oh, and the way Chelsea moves, well, there was no space. So they made sure there was no space for creativity. Brilliant. Somewhere along the line, we got figured out. Yeah, yeah, and you have to adapt, right? So that boy, you didn't adapt. That was my issue thing, tactically. So mm -hmm. on the other side of things, I think that you talk about is what everybody has talked about management, whether it's managing up or managing down, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tuchel has an abrasive personality, like everybody has said, hundred mm percent. I do think, though, this is probably unpopular. I think a lot of it's unfortunate, and I'll say the reason why I say this, right? The major reason why he left yes. mines, on, mines was fine. Mines was fine. He left mines on his after five years of doing well, overachieving. Dortmund opportunity came. He got to Dortmund. He was fine in Dortmund. He was for the first year. I can tell you. <laughs> it was after the bomb, the bomb incident. That that is when the problem started in Dortmund. They were going to play Champions League game. Their boss was bombed. He didn't want oh. to play. UEFA said, uh, talk to the uh, director of football of Dortmund. And without consulting Tuku, I agreed for the game. He said, you are playing. And Tuku got crazy. Like, what? Of course, they lost. That's, the his, that's his boss, though. No, it doesn't matter. Do that. That doesn't matter. Now, don't just. See, that's the boss man. That's the boss man. Ayo, Ayo Ben. Ayo Ben. Ayo Ben. I say my opinion. I'm, I'm on that. I understand. I understand your opinion, but yeah, I'm, I'm also on that side. This is my opinion. This is my opinion, Sorry. right? There's some, some, a lot of Germans. I don't like and attest to this, right? A lot of Germans do not see football like football. Yes, there's tradition. But they don't look at football above as the as the biggest thing in life. They don't. Germans don't think they like don't. that, right? They don't. And Tuku was very angry that okay, at least let's couple of days, a week, like somebody almost died. Like, what are we doing? Why are we playing this game? He was really angry about that, and that's where their problems started with. Now I'm not giving an excuse. After you go to that emotion, I'm supposed to like draw everything back. That's, that's where the problem started with Dortmund, right? Of course, uh, then he left, went to PSG. PSG is PSG. I mean, PSG. Nobody. Yeah, PSG. So, PSG. I, I'm not PSG. I mean, I, I can't. I don't. I don't. I have no comments on that because PSG is PSG. So when I say unfortunate, the part I know that it's not unfortunate is how he handles players. He had problem in mines. He had in Dortmund. I think he had in right, right. 
he's, he's very abrasive with players. The players don't follow his instruction. Uh, he's very, very, and that comes from his like German training of like, I'm a genius. I know this more than you because too cool. I've, I've told you guys, I don't know if you guys know this, like the German test. I'm just giving historical background to Tukul. There's a German test that they do for coaches, right? Tukul and only one other person have gotten a perfect score in the history yeah, of... I, 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 yeah, so my point is, he, ha he also has that ego with him. Like, I'm... Yeah, that ego, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he's abrasive. I'm, now, I'm, I'm not making an excuse for him. I'm not. I, like I said, managing up, I think part of it's unfortunate. I think his major problem is managing down. That's my personal opinion. Is how he manages players. That is where I think Tuku, like, is I think so, this is where, so aggressive. He's this is so why aggressive. this is why I might disagree with you. This is why I might disagree with you a little bit. And it's the fact that like you are right that like he might have a problem managing up, managing down. But I think if he managed up properly, mm -hmm. they would have backed him to be ruthless going down. True. I agree. Yeah. With that. I agree. I mean, then you, you get where I'm coming from. Like, yeah, I, I agree, agree with that. about that yeah. actually. Although I, I think we just well, we well, 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 we disagree. Well, the only place we disagree, and I, I, no, I, actually, I, I think, I think managing up is more important. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it is. It is. In my opinion, I'm not saying yeah. yes. We all, we all agree. We all agree that we need to manage up to the boss. I think the only place we disagree is how much credit we give that boss for what he's doing. He just can't Obviously, have no problem with that. I have a problem, a big problem with someone that just comes in, and this is just me as a fan. This money, he can do whatever he wants. I want to put the emotion. You can finish your thoughts and enter Potter. Ben, so, ben, you, uh, you have to wait. start reflecting Todd Bolly because if you look at if you look at his firm and what the firm has accomplished, yep. Yep. it's a successful firm. firm. That being said, I the don't LA Dodgers. Just, just even just LA Dodgers, LA. all his investments. Oh, wait now, all his investment accomplishments. All I'm just saying is if you look at his body of work. What? Now you can say that maybe that might not translate to football, no. or maybe mm -hmm. what I'm just saying is based on what this man has done. I don't I hate him. I, I don't think he's a no, no, it's not about hate, bro. It's no, about no, 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 no. I don't, I don't think he's, I don't think he's a, I think he's an astute businessman. I think he is. I just think he's entering a set. It's possible to be a great business person. Yeah, I don't have, know about certain about things. Some of the best, some of the best managers that I've seen in fields have been people who are outsiders. All I'm saying is this: this, it this, this, be an outsider. Idea that, this idea that you have to be a football man to understand football. You don't have to be a footballer to, to manage it well. No, but how do you appoint yourself man. sporting director? Interim director. Interim. Interim. Regardless, but but the decision doesn't make. Do you know, you know who are hiring? That position. Hiring as sporting director now. Do you know who are hiring as sporting director? Yeah, Salzburg, yeah, yeah. The guy the, you say Salzburg, the guy specifically from Red Bull because yes. they had the Red Bull. Yeah, yeah. Isn't, isn't, isn't and I can assure you, you that paid, I can Don't assure you, Todd was paying people, Todd was paying people like those guys to make the decision. You like that? You like the decision of but I'm saying yes, no, no, that's fine. That's a that's a great show. Why did he sign it? But he has made so many changes before getting to that right decision. That's that's why I'm like mad. If oh, that changes, Tuchel is one of the best coaches out there. Let's be honest, one of the best know. coaches out there. Guess what? Guess what? They got so Potter, Antonio Conte, and what? nobody's jumping on it. Okay. And they got <laughs> Harry Potter. What is Harry Potter coming to do? Okay, Benny. Benny. On Potter, look. Potter has done well. He did well in Brighton. Yeah. Yes. But Brighton has no pressure. No, just do not get relegated. That's the expectation right there. 
always underdogs and that underdog whatever it, it helps it, it fuels you sometimes you have no expectation just stay mid whatever stay in the premier league do not get related stay in a decent have a decent form or whatever and you'll be fine but chelsea is a whole nother ball game this guy has never been to can even spell ucl can he spell champions league he's never been there he just did there the first one for the first time ever and now he's supposed to lead a, a big team like chelsea into top four or possibly the league and this guy wants to stay with for the long run has he ever dealt with this pressure? Look, yeah, I, I want to be wrong. As a Chelsea fan, I want yeah. to be wrong. But it doesn't look like this guy's going to last. It doesn't look like If he lasts, if he lasts, yeah. If he lasts, the tradition that we keep, yeah. we fire people that on that. Yeah, point. exactly. If he doesn't work out, they're gonna fire him. That's the thing. That's the, that's the thing. We fired, we fired Tuku. They fired Tuku because he didn't agree with this thing. If this guy agrees with them but still sucks at his job, he will be there for a long time. This is an American. He will be there for a long time. And we will we'll chop breakfast for a long time. Let's be honest. He's talking about emotional intelligence. Emotional, and the guy is there clapping at every little move. Yes, yes, yes. And we will chop breakfast. Well, watch Sorry, I was just going to say, I totally agree with you. There's an element of... um the unknown, uncertain about Potter, we don't know. Like to be, he's not been at this level before, right? He may, he may do well, he may not do well. Like I, I, I don't know. Like I can't, I can't sit here and tell you, oh, smack on, oh, Potter is going to be a fantastic manager. But let me just tell you what I know and what I am seeing. I'm a big firm believer. I'm a big, and I know a lot of people on this forum will disagree. I'm a big firm believer that success at a club has more to do with strategy that are, that is above the manager. It has more to do with your top code, like how you structure your organization. If you have a very, very good structure on the top, you can get away with an average manager. Let me repeat that. A1 structure at the top, average manager, success. Yeah. Mediocre structure at the top, the best manager, failure. Genial. I can tell you that. Yeah. I can tell you that for a fact. So that being said, I see, I see the vision. Liverpool is a very good example. But then again, Liverpool also has a very good manager. So ah, no, no but the same, the same, the same, the same hey, Liverpool. Wait, wait, wait. The same, the same Liverpool has the fraud that is about to relegate Leicester, and they quickly made the decision because he was saying the nice things, he was managing up appropriately, no, but, but he was falling below expectation. Brendan Rodgers, and they went with, they went, they went to club. But, but my 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 point is this though: is I see what Ball is doing. I'm really impressed, and I like the vision. And and maybe once again, but maybe once again, maybe once again is. The one thing that a lot of Chelsea fans are missing is this. When was the last time, if you ask a lot of Chelsea fans, Roman Abramovich, what was his strategic vision long-term for the club? Oh, he had no long-term vision. That but guy was, was win now, win now. Win. And that's how we, that's but why we were successful. That's why we were very successful but for this the last year, fans, to be honest. Very successful. I can tell his vision. But, but, but guess what a lot of Chelsea fans But guess what a lot of Chelsea fans did not, uh, we don't know about Roman is. That was not sustainable. Like there was no way we could just keep doing that. And I can tell you to Bolly's vision today to do. So Bolly is going to exit that club in maybe five to seven years. It will turn the profits and it will flip it. I can tell you that right now. He's not holding Chelsea long-term. You can mark my word. He is not clearly capital is not holding Chelsea long term. Yeah. Once they build a new stadium, increase revenue, set up yeah. a good structure in place that and also buy the they'll, buy, they'll buy they'll buy other clubs. They'll buy other clubs, they'll flip it. Chelsea will be flipped with in less than 10 years. But in order for you to flip that club, they need to build it from the ground up, 
We have a crappy stadium. We have crappy succession. We have, we have horrible strategy. This is the first time we are going to have a decent strategy in the club. So sorry, your my point is this. Potter may or may not do well. I, I don't have a crystal ball to tell you how. I like what he has done at Brighton. And from Todd Bowley's perspective, I see why he was hired. You needed someone that can work better with people. That's I, all. I, Benny, I, I agree with you. It may flop. I don't know. I, if, I may, if, I, if I, I may touch know. on Potter, okay. to be very honest, Ben, you're right. Tuchel is literally one of the best coaches out there. Top three right now. I'm not going to... That would be like insulting your intelligence to be like, ah, this guy is shit. Nah, man. Like, I wouldn't say that. But remember, we had a, a, a manager, ex-player that was decent. And we, we never gave him the slack because we could see that once he starts conceding goal, there'll be problems. And we didn't know if he had the experience to turn things around. That was Lampard. But Lampard, remember, in the, in the middle of transfer um, ban, took a bunch of kids, not senior players, mm -hmm. a bunch of mm -hmm. kids to fourth. I don't freeze it. Ah, I was like, what happened? <laughs> I was like, wait, is he waiting for us to talk? <laughs> there was that comment yeah. there. Yeah. Are you going to read that comment about not... Um... Yes. Yeah. Okay, now what do you mean, Romain? I said it. I said it. We're, we're successful because the guy was ruthless for 20 years. Very successful. I think that's a strategy. That's, that's, it, it is that a, not be a strategy, strategy. Like, it's, it's a strategy. It's a strategy. It's not sustainable. And it worked. Well, it's a strategy that worked. Can I tell you why it worked? Can I tell you why it worked, please? In the first 10 years of those 20 years, how many clubs were truly, truly competing? How much money was in the league? When Chelsea won the league, we didn't need to spend a lot of money to win the league. Now, the competitive landscape has changed. There are now new clubs True. with capital, with strategy, with ability to execute. Right. And this is why Chelsea has not won the league in the last five years, yeah. because the competitive landscape has changed. So, yes. The more money. That's more why. money. And yeah, more money has come in. Smarter people, smarter people. Yeah. More, no, just more money than Chelsea had. It was more money. City's money was too much. It's not just too money. much money. It's not just money. Let me tell you, it's not just money. People have gotten smarter. Yeah. People have, people have organized. I've realized. I mean, not for you to do this. So here's how you do it. So yes, if Roma, if, if we were so ruthless, how come we've not won a league in five years? Because yeah. we have people like City. That are like that's that the are point. Playing very well, doing the yeah, right. Yeah, but their money helps now. Their money helps. It's the money. It's the money. Because even they made a lot of mistakes. It's the money. I know we praise City a lot. No, no, no. But City made a lot of mistakes at the beginning too. They didn't start winning the league straight away. They didn't start winning the league They made a lot of mistakes. They got a top manager. Maybe strategies. Two strategies for you now. A big manager had money. That those match made in heaven. But that is right. But that is right. That is added it too. Now he said money. What? Yes, but yes. you have to know what you are doing. For example, Liverpool. Liverpool spent more than Chelsea though, and they won a league title and a Champions League during this relief. So Liverpool, it just worked. This so like I agree hundred percent. More money has helped City. Let's be hundred percent. But guess mm -hmm. what? They added smart people to the money too. And right? people forget that eventually they did. Eventually they did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything spending. Everything has been outspending for the last five years. Where are right. they? Correct. Yeah, so, smart people helps, of course. You can't no, be spending money to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what. All your thoughts, Potter. Let's uh, go. For Potter, smart appointment. Um, me, I'll miss Tuchel anyway because, man, that guy. We, we got two trophies out of him last season, and it would have been good to have him going forward so he can keep donating trophies to Liverpool. It's a pity he's gone now. Unfortunately, Potter gives us problems. He's one of the managers that. Klopp finds difficult to beat. Potter, <laughs> he is. 
he's even when we beat them, he always gives us a tough game. Um, I'm I'm not happy he's going to Chelsea, to be honest. I think he's going to do well there. The issue is is Todd Bowley. <laughs> I, I, I'm getting convinced by that they're selling Todd Bowley's vision. I didn't think that guy had a vision, but the way that that is so passionate about it, I think maybe he does have a vision. But how long does he stick to that vision? Let's see. When the going goes tough, will he stick to that vision? Yeah. When the fans start screaming on his head, when Chelsea we'll fans start see. protesting yeah, in the stadium, will he stick to the him. vision? We'll when if if Chelsea don't qualify for the Champions League, would he stick to the Which vision? I don't believe we are. Uh -huh. So that that's the issue. Potter is a good manager, but is Bowley going to stick to the vision? That's the problem. Went from a heavy hitter to just a minnow that nobody knows. Like, okay, do not. Nah, man, it's not about that. Some some managers have to start somewhere. You you need you like you need you need pedigree. Yeah, does have pedigree. Yeah, no pedigree. You have to build pedigree somewhere now. Pedigree helps now. So now Chelsea, what kind of build? Lampard can't do here. They fired him. No, 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 no. And he can't be pedigree here now. Go and go and get your pedigree. Smaller clubs. Welcome to Chelsea. Pedigree, big pedigree, sir. Big pedigree. Pedicure, manicure, all of it. Just bring all of it here. All degrees here. Bring it here first. Give the guy a time. Give the time. But I think he's really good. Potter is really good. Potter yeah, is really good. I, you could at the beginning, Mitra was a doubter. I you will remember like maybe two years ago. I used to I used to diss Potter. Yeah. I used to be like, man, this guy is all about they're all about stats. They're always saying, Oh, yeah, the underlying wait. stats is good. The underlying stats. Oh, wait. But Mitra, I saw the light eventually. I saw the light eventually. The guy is go good. To big clubs and do well. How many small coaches that are doing this small in the English Premier League? We they have that from somewhere in our club. No, no, no. Moyes, Moyes was good at Everton. He was a genius there. Why to mind you flopped? Espirito Santos was good at Wolves. Went to Tottenham, flopped. All these guys, these small guys, go to big clubs. They flopped there. What? When do you get? When, when do you find it okay? Is it, you gotta, dude, you gotta start somewhere. Man. <laughs> so wait. <laughs> like, okay, you know what? Let's 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 let's, let's watch him. Let's watch him. Okay, we're all here. Let we're let all here. Comment. Let me take comments and I'll, I'll see my thoughts. Then move us to the man. How are we going to go to our topics? We still have multiple topics to talk about. That bowling interview was deep. I agree. Media just broke into sound by. I family. agree. I'm going to talk about that later. Have a look, yes. a look, a look. It, it's worth watching. That interview, <laughs> then, yeah, that interview, that interview was fantastic. I've seen, I've seen. Yeah, fantastic. Then do you want yeah, which 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 yeah, pedigree? I beg. Which My guy got pedigree. I beg. I pedigree. I bring in F9 pedigree. Yeah, I beg. No, no, no. I beg. Okay. USDA certified. This is my thoughts about Potter very quickly. Uh, I think Potter is a good manager. I mean, I've been saying this for a while. There's a time I was giving him kudos for like last season, almost every other week. Kudos, kudos. I mean, this season, I've given like once or twice. Um, his football scales up. I'm back to your your thoughts about Moyes. That I remember now. At least I can. <laughs> Somebody's here. 2012, when we were together and they hired Moyes. I was one, I told that actually it was a bad appointment straight away. And, I was, and people were like, oh, how can you? Fergie said, Fergie said. I know United fans turned against me there. And the one thing I went to is, I said, this football doesn't scale up. It doesn't. Like, what he was playing in uh, Everton, long ball, that's not going to drive a Manchester United. This Manchester United, where you're going to have the ball, 80%, like, you're going to, most teams are going to sit low block 75% of the times. Very few teams are going to go at us. So, whatever Moyes was doing is not going to scale up. But in, in the difference is, Potter's football is going to scale up, right? Potter, in Brighton, was playing good football, possession football, controlling. So, that's why I think, it, one, it's a good hiring. In isolation, but now going to Dada's point, the, the, the thing I, I, I struggle with is football, win, winning organizations, franchises, whatever you want to call them, is never in isolation. 
It's all about the structures above them, right? It's always about that, hundred percent. The, the the thing I the questions I would like to know over about a year, two years will answer it. Like Ola said, is what is thought like is thought going to be patient if Chelsea don't make top four? Is he going to be patient? Is Todd who hired who signed these players this season? I need someone to answer that question. Who signed it? Because now that Tukul is fired, there's one rumors coming out that oh, it was Todd signing. But it's I remember the combination of both. Actually. Combination of both. Okay. So, yeah. Again, that's I why think I some of the player players. Yes, maybe. So it goes back yeah. to football and structure and everything and puzzle. So you've signed a bunch of players. You bought a new manager. Yes, they play the same style of football. Technically, kind of possession, they're position heavy man, uh, players and uh, managers. So, what if these players don't work now? Come and, and he says, Oh, I want another 200 million different type of players. Because the problem people think is that spending money, it's not just spending money, is the problem is undoing the transfers you've done. Like, what if uh, Potter mm -hmm. transfers next season? Is, is Todd going to buy, buy that vision or is going to say, Oh, yeah. she got to hire you and bring somebody else? You know, those are, the, those are the questions I want to see before I know if Potter is going to be a success. And if I even believe in Todd, you know, because yeah, he wants to get a director of football. And I, the point I was trying to say is, you see the whole thing about Red Bull thing, right? There are some comments, there's things coming out about Red Bull where it's like, what Red Bull have been doing has, on, has not necessarily been about the success of their director of football, if that makes sense, or smartness, you know, like so enough things have come about Ralph, Ragnick, and like, it's not, it's not, it hasn't done, been about, mostly about them. It's about their network of clubs that they have, right? So they have first right. deep the talent. They have clubs like they have. Uh, That's South the same thing Todd wants to do at Chelsea. Right now, yes. there's, there's a long term with that. That thing I was trying to do at Chelsea, right? It's it's not as straightforward as easy, and as easy as he's saying because right now, now a lot of like for for example, Germany is already pushing back hardly, like hard on against life RB on that, on that method, right? It's them. Yeah, and uh, even uh, the Man City method, right? In the um, what they call this, what's American League called again? MLS. 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 Like a lot of people are pushing back against that that city group thing, also. So my point yeah, is yeah, yeah. that will get more complicated than Bully is trying to say. Because also you also are trying to say, oh, all of a sudden I'm going to take our 19, 18 year olds and just send them to Portugal, like pretty much like because you want to get them because of Brexit. Why not? Like, Why not? Like, like, I don't see their points in Brexit because that you are now assuming that you know. Rio Ave and all these clubs, you are just going to go walk in there and buy Benfica and they have to play your, you know, pay your 18 year old night. Pretty much, you are turning it to your feeder club, right? Which is what exactly. I, mean. I don't see why that's, that's really the idea. You don't see why they've that's done right? it before now. They've done yeah, it with Vitas, the Dutch club, Vitas yeah. say yeah. amen. Yeah. Clubs are like, I'm saying clubs, like leagues are just leagues. I think league, like, league, they, 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 they're against, against that general because, because that's, it doesn't that's, help. It doesn't, it doesn't help, help their development now. It doesn't help the league. When you know that all of a sudden, like half of your players can just, just leave. Feed that, I just do feed that team. Then they leave. You know, you have and your, your league is shit again. Like, right, sorry, my friend. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. So that's that's part I want to talk about. So my thoughts on Potter is I think Potter in isolation is a good hire. Is a good hire. We thought Bully be patient enough when the struggles are back. I think he will. He will. That's, that's the part I don't know because Chelsea fans are going to turn right. We need to say this now. If Chelsea comes sixth, end of season. Right, don't win anything. Next season, Chelsea starts and yeah, Chelsea shaky. 
I shake it again. He'll be fine. Just no, I think Todoro will be okay with not winning whatever he yet. He can fire. Oh, wow, he'll do the, play the long game. He's going to play uh, the long game. I no, think. I'm going to say Todoro's ability to stick to the long-term vision is not indicative of keeping um, Potter. You can fire Potter and still stick to your long-term vision. But that's so I think the way the strategy works. The way the strategy works is this: the manager is just a, is just like any other player, any other instrument within the overarching vision. So you have this vision in place, right? And the manager can be can be plugged in and plugged out. I, I, I don't think that's not. I that. That's not realistic. He said that he wants he wants that's 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 he wants that's 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 for manager to hold that play. Is but yeah, and he said he's come out and said that. No one ever reward. Um, underperformance, bro. Like that's not like you. You having a stable structure and you having long term vision doesn't mean you should reward. It, it, it depends. All right, then it depends on your definition of what underperformance is. What is underperformance? Yeah. What do you think Todd definition of underperformance is? I think I think on the very minimum every year with the investment that Chelsea has made on the minimum right. Chelsea should be qualifying for Champions League. Is that your? Said, is that what you're thinking, or is that what Bully is thinking? Bully has said it so, all. He said that he expects yeah, Chelsea to. Yes. To and the reason being is this: the reason being is this: football has been structured in such a way right now that not qualifying for Champions League as a huge financially, yes, financially, that, that a club like Chelsea can't just stand for. So I mean, we can move to All Star Game, and I, and All Star Game. I actually tell you, you got my own view on on this, okay. if I may. Yeah, First of all, All Star Game, horrible idea. From Todd Bolly, horrible idea. But I will tell you guys one thing that I noticed about, about English football. And I have to say this, like, I'm not English. I don't live in England. I don't know, you know, the symbolism of, you know, I mean, right now I'm seeing on ABC, you know, you people are crying about your queen. It's a very conservative um, society rooted in, in culture and, and conservatism and tradition. Right. Sports in America is not like that. Sports in America is designed for marketing. It's a money making system tradition is secondary so let's just start there so oftentimes when foreigners come into england they, they're like dude you can be doing xyz to make more money why are you not doing it but then english people have to remind them look profits is a derivative of the sport it's not the primary reason why we exist so i think that's one of the disconnects when american owners or foreign owners right. go into the system is they just don't get that but yes the problem that england and and, and football is starting to face in europe is we're not getting to the point where we need to generate more profits, right? In as much as we want to adhere to tradition, in as much as man, we love this tradition, we love our culture, we need to generate more profits because we have all these record signings. Clubs are demanding, sign this player for X million, do this, do that. So there's this mismatch between, hey, you know, I, I, we're romanticizing, oh, I love the football of 1930s or 1920s, where man, my grandpa that worked at the steel mill went to go and watch, this player, those days are long gone. Those days are long gone. So I think one thing that English football is going to struggle with going forward is how do you manage tradition, culture with hyper-capitalism, right? So that's just one thing. Now, second of all, Todd Bowley's point is like, look, there's a revenue gap. There are a lot of ways we need to be making revenue. How can we do it? North versus South. The reason why North versus South will not work in the UK is because of logistical reasons. And second of all, MLS games, no, um, super, um, those superstar games in, 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 in the United States, they charge a lot of money for tickets. 
I think on average is like three hundred dollars, four hundred dollars. Yeah. Unfortunately, in England, you can't do that. Like it's not. First of all, Europe, y'all boys are broke, so you can't be charging four hundred dollars for tickets when people are trying to pay for electricity bill. So that, that's just not how the society functions. <laughs> yeah. But that being said, I do think though the reason why people are shutting down this idea. Give for example, if someone wants to suggest community shield today, FA Cup we never so they'll say, ah, you can't do that, you know. But we do it. So I think one, if a non-American had made that suggestion, but came from a revenue perspective, it would have been more receptive. But as Benny said, the fact that he had an American accent, no matter what he had to say, people were going to shut it down, <laughs> right? People were going to shut it down because they're like, you're a foreigner, what do you know? But the truth is right. this. English needs to, English football, we need to start uh, monetizing the league a lot more. And how we do that, whether it's Super League or All-Star Game, we need to find a way to generate more revenue, especially if we look at Tier 2, Tier 3, and some of this lower-tier football. They need that money to help them to develop. So in summary, I feel like there's a gap between, you know, making money and tradition. And Todd Boyle's idea is stupid, not because... It's not a great idea, but it's because logistically it's not going to work, and culturally it's not going to work. So that's just my take on on it. Yeah. Well, well, for me, for me, first of all, I have an issue with the way social media works nowadays, and I think Zaza also said it in the comments tonight. They they clipped they clipped a bit of what that guy said, and then they made it go viral, and. That's the problem with social media nowadays. And that's the good thing and the bad thing because we are here for enjoyment, entertainment. We want to laugh. They clipped that part and they didn't provide the context of what Todd Bolly was saying. I I decided to go and watch most of the interview. I decided to see what the context was. I laughed. At the beginning, I laughed. I saw the clip. I was like, ah, look at this stupid man. What was he talking about? But then I I just said, okay, let me even see what context he was talking about. And for me, there are two two sides to it. Number one, Dada mentioned one thing there. He, he was talking about filtering down revenue to the lower leagues. Mm-hmm. That's an important point because the disparity in England, especially between Premier League championship, what's, what's the earnings, it's too wide. So there needs to be money filtering down. So that's one of the reasons he was saying, okay, why don't we have this all-star game? Let's try to generate some money and filter it down. Now, for me, the issue with capitalism is usually when they're saying these kind of things, they're not saying it because they really want to filter down money. They are thinking of getting more money into their own pockets. That's that's how it works. And that's why, you know, when we go back to this um, Super League debate, the Super League debates, I was not against the concept of the Super League. I was against the motives oh, of the people who were bringing up the Super League. The motives, because they will say, oh, we're trying to generate more money. I want to filter it down to the lower ranks. That's where me, I'm skeptical. I'm yeah. skeptical, skeptical yeah. of things like that. So when Todd Bowley is bringing up that idea of saying, oh, we want to do this kind of game so we can make more money and filter it down. I understand the principle, but it's his motive genuine. So that's why me, the, the motive might not be real because it's all about let's load our own pockets. Because like we are saying, if he's going to be there for like ten years, he wants to turn up, turn over as much money as he can before he can flip it and just leave. So that's why me, I have the issue. I'm, I'm not against the issue of him dreaming up ideas, like you guys have said. It's basically because he's American. Straight away, they'll dismiss anything he's saying. But there was some sense in what he was saying all through. If you watch the whole video, the guy was coming up with, mm-hmm. okay, he made some mistakes. He said, okay, Salah and De Bruyne were made in Chelsea Academy. It was a mistake. But next thing, everybody jumped on that. They clipped that. Sent it viral. Oh, he said Salah and De Bruyne were Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Well, people are just missing the main point of what he was trying to say. He's a businessman. These people are not fools. These people, they know how to generate money. 
they are not fools. So if, if people want to just jump on the bandwagon and say, oh, this guy is just an idiot talking nonsense, I mean, they are missing the point. It's true that there's disparity between revenue generation in Premier League and the championship. There has to be a way to filter money down. But just for me, is are his motives genuine? Are his motives really, really about, okay, let's let's make oh, grassroots football real? Because that's what people were saying when they, when they were when we talk about Super League, that was, that's why I was kicking against Super League. I was like, this Florentino Perez, you guys are saying, oh, this guy is bringing, he's going to save football. Fl Florentino Perez, Perez was not thinking about saving football, man. That guy is thinking of how to generate money for Madrid so that they'll be the top guns. That's why I was kicking against this. Not, not against the principle of the league, but against the motives of the people you know, suggesting those kind of things. So for, for, for me, Bodhi, I just feel people, he has gotten the raw, wrong end of the stick because people have just jumped in on him. Gary Neville, for example, is Gary Neville is going to be my donkey, one of the donkeys of the week for me. And I'll tell you why. Because Gary Neville just jumped on this straight away and said, oh, look at all these American owners. We should be managers. They should be they coming into our game. They're spoiling our game. Just jumped well, on this straight away and started slagging American owners. You know why? If Bolly comes out there and says stuff like that, then he's he's opening himself up to that kind of reaction now. Like we already know, if you know the business, then you know whatever you say, sound bias will come out. So first of all, let's side 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 uh, notes first. That, that somebody that said the uh, Bruyne and Salah was coming from an academy. Do you really believe he didn't say four four three? Do you really believe that? Because I he might not know. He might have made a mistake. It's a mistake. It's a mistake. Mistake yeah. or not, but I'm almost certain that for four three is back side. That thing. Yes, that. But going back to the, but going, going back to the the the, the, uh, the uh, north as a south, whatever. Now I do think that it's a novel idea. It's football needs to evolve. It just needs to evolve. The formats and everything, it needs to evolve. Now it's very hard because football fans are very conservative. Like, oh, this is what I like. It. This is what I like. This is what I'm used to. Is this is this and it'll be this forever. I'm sure they were like that before they introduced offside. I'm sure they were like that before they introduced every other new. Back pass. It's, back it's, pass it's normal. A back pass rule. I'm sure it was like that. But obviously, the way he came out and said it, maybe he needed to walk, talk to a little like, does this make sense? Does this make sense? How does rivalry work, uh, work here? Is there too many games? How is this money flow down to the second team? Because everyone's looking at, look at this guy. He's just coming here to make more profit. And let's be honest, even though he said bottom league, like you said, Ola, is how that money will come to his own pocket. I'm sure yeah. the man, the owners of the other big teams, so are looking at it like, okay, does this make sense? How does it come to my pocket? And exactly, that's seeing, my issue. We'll start seeing them flock to on that. Okay, maybe it's not such a bad idea. Italy's already somebody in Italy already said, oh, you know, all star games not a bad idea. When they saw, okay, maybe there's money making whatever here. So, I, on, I think it makes sense that you know we have we need like noble ways to bring in revenues. Yeah. But obviously, I do not trust the intent. Secondly, I think there's a lot of games already that already kind of feel that we have a, 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 a system like a merit here, like, you know, three bottom three teams relegate, top, uh, top three to four teams go to UCL. There's already a merit-based system to where the top teams go up, whatever. Now, if you want to talk individual players and all that, uh, I don't know. I feel like football is way too, too complicated for that. But then again, I'm open to new, new ideas. So I'm not going to say no, but then again, I don't trust his intentions. <laughs> Yeah, I'll say two things. You have covered everything. Like, that's why this panel has been fantastic, in my opinion. Everything. The two, the two things I would say in addition is what you kind of touched on, Ben, is like, I feel like this, any new suggestion that's adding more to the schedule of these players are already tired. Ah, they're tired. People don't know how tired they are until they come back after the World Cup. You just be ready. Oh. For that. Remember how they were playing? Um, was it after the pandemic? What time that they were... Yeah, when, like they put, you, euros and everything, everything like that. Injuries, yeah. injuries coming. 
Sorry, when City just plays 1-0 and won the league without a striker, that's what's going to happen. Like I'm saying, players are going to come back really tired after the World Cup. Really tired. This idea of all-star game, more games. I mean, come on now. That that's the part I'm like, yeah. That logistic wise, it's it's not fair on the players. It's just not. You know, it really isn't. No. Second part of it is, yeah, I don't. It, this is not actually. Apparently, I read into it was it yesterday, on the Athletic or whatever. Like, it's not a new idea. Somebody suggested in the 80s, some guy, and they like shut it down back in the, in the 80s. This North and South thing. Um, I also think it's not like, it, it, of course, like that. I said, like the guy, is, he, he wants to flip now. So all that is just sound bites. You know, it's just it's almost like the theory of. Um, I'm I'm not liking him to like what you know Donald Trump was doing, but I'm saying you you have yeah, yeah like it's almost like deflection like you're, this is where you are you want to go let me leave a couple of sound bites that people are going to say ah maybe it means well you know he doesn't care about like EFL before championship or he cares yeah, about not. how he can get money that's what the Blazers and but that why is that bad though why is that bad <clears throat> now what's wrong with no 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 but for a businessman, equal, it's, like a good. Business, it's, yeah, it's good for you. I'm saying, but for people, yeah. at least for but, me, but, isn't that, but can't me, you? Sorry, like, can't like, genuine question, guys. Like, can't you, like, why is it that generating revenue and having more money in the league doesn't that shouldn't that coincide with also improving the football? Like, those, those. Those two things go hand in hand. It increases inflation. The fact that they are generating more revenue for star players. Football football is eating itself. So when they think that, okay, we're going to generate more money so we can pay more world-class players, the thing is the salaries will keep increasing. Transfer fees will keep increasing. It's a never-ending cycle. So the fact that, oh, I'm generating more money because I want to buy more world-class players. I want to provide this for my club. At the end of the day, it never stops. It never stops because if you are generating billions now, you, eventually you find that those billions are not enough. So you want to generate more billions. Where does it end? I don't think he cares. So maybe I didn't make my point clear. He didn't, he doesn't care about disparity in revenue. I don't think he cares. Premier League. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. No, no. He, 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 doesn't. How does he care? My guy, you, 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 oh, you know the first half of this, that, that you've, you've defended this guy as a smart businessman yeah, yeah. who is here. To make yeah, but what I'm saying, saying what, what, about what the is, is this this is this old view of you can't be capitalist and that means you have a, a negative um connotation? I guess all I'm just trying to it's say negative is though. You, you, I you, just it's not negative. Okay. Okay. He has an ulterior motive. That's what I'm saying. He has an ulterior motive. That's what I'm saying. Generates like if you generate more money for a product that you're trying to sell, that allows you to invest more money in the said product and you can make more money. That's how I view it. Well, think about it. How can how does it make more money if he now cares about disparity? Because that means the top clubs have to lose more revenue and they no, share they more. I don't think it's a zero sum game. I don't. That's that's where we differ. I don't think it's a zero no, no, sum no, game. But the thing is, like, there's, there's think, a big gap, right? No, how do you know that I, gap? No, no, no. Yes, yes. The thing, if you look at what England has done very, very well compared to yeah. um, La Liga, is they realize that look, in order for us to collectively win, we need to reduce competition from number one to number twenty. Yeah. That will allow us to market our league more and inadvertently we'll get paid more. Correct. Right? That's why they created that's why Barclays Premier League that 20. I know that. I know that. Is, so there's no way you can one of the best, most genius thing that any football whoever came up with that idea is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Now, La Liga, yeah. German League, Italian League, they're struggling with that idea because they've been left in the sun. And that's why folks like you and I, if you go to Odessa, Midland, anywhere in Texas, 
you can access premiership games because you know what i'm saying the number 20 team and the number one team there's not a huge gap so they've realized that look just like nfl the way nfl and american leagues yeah, right there's not a huge gap in tv money just tv money yes yes in tv money if you look at nfl and all those things the way they try to rectify that is by having a draft system where the last thing because they realize that look not for us to keep this thing marketable and selling no you can't have a huge disparity between teams. You have to even so the playing field. Brand, you have to even the playing field. So me here playing devil's advocate once again. I've said this from the beginning. I have a bias towards Todd because the size of what is he's looking at this product. And man, if I want to keep pushing this product, how do I even the disparity and also help us market more? You get what I'm saying? So I, I think I think in my view, I think that's where he's coming from. I don't necessarily ultimately these guys they are they are value driven. I feel like the way it's approaching that value is not cynical. It's more of a look. In order for us to have something sustainable, something that we can market. Maybe in his mind, he's even thinking, look, if League 2 is good enough, we can have a Chelsea League 2 tour while we're under 18. You know, so he's thinking, I mean, how can I cash in? But I don't necessarily feel like, oh, he's thinking, man, this will help me in the long run. That's just my view. I was talking campaign pieces around the world like that. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, why not? Why not? I think we are, we just differ on that though. I don't. I personally don't agree because I just know like. Yeah, the the I had, man. Yeah. But should I tell you why? I I reason being is I think your view is coming from the Glazers. Who? No, 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 not just the Glazers. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Research is no, it's not. I'm saying, but what about me now? So Liverpool, Liverpool, are good. Like yeah. basically, they're good. It's just that they're tight fisted. They don't yeah, spend when we want them to spend. I'm just saying, so goalie himself. I'm not even talking about like how he wants to run. I'm just, I just honed in on that part of like. Let me be clear. The specific issue. I do not think he truly, really cares because as a venture capitalist or whatever, he should not care about the disparity. He really shouldn't. Of it does that's the problem. No, I'm taking one step from right. The fact that he's saying it means there's something in it for him. Oh, yeah. That's what I was saying. That's what I was saying. I said the same thing there. I said that's yeah. We're saying the same thing. That's a deflection. What I'm saying is like, at the end of the day, I'm saying that he's saying it because at the end of the day, what I'm saying is like you can help the league and you can also make money at the same time. Those two things don't have to be at odds with each other. Correct, correct. Yeah. But in, in this case, in this case, I don't think helping the league is is high up there. I don't think it's high up there. Is it it's it's exactly. not a buzz. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That, that, that's our point. But, but we're looking at fans now. Nobody's looking at an owner here. Do you own anything? Do you own anything? Ola? Nobody owns anything here. We're looking at fans as football fans looking in. You've been talking like the whole time, you're talking like a manager, like, like you're managing the teams yeah, exactly. and everything. Like one of the owners, I don't understand. <laughs> Tell us right now if you have a stake in Chelsea. Tell us right now. So we know who to send our bills to. Come on, man. The whole time, talking like, a manage, like the management. Huh? No, no, no. So, yeah. so that, you know, I think Todd Bolly, yeah. Uh, there'll be more, more things to talk about him. So let's go top six predictions quickly. Let's go to Bolly. Let's start bottom three first. Okay, do a relegation now. You give your relegation candidate. Uh, Relegation. Oh, wait, who's going first? Benny, go. You, you're the newest person on this show. Go, you go. Ah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm going Wolves, Leicester, and uh, wait, and Nottingham. Nottingham Forest. Oh, you think Bournemouth to survive? 
I think Bournemouth survived. I wow, think. that's a big call. I okay, think, I like that. I think I think Bournemouth survived. You think I think Wolves will go down? I think Wolves will go down. I don't wow. know. I just think they will go down. <laughs> even they bought even they bought one of my favorite strikers. I think they'll go down. I think. What was the last one? Leicester. You think Leicester will go down? Leicester oh, yeah, have a lot of players. Okay, if they fire, if they fire Rogers, then no. If, if the way it's going, going to go now. Come on, we know it's going. This, this, this be, <laughs> the fire Rogers, no, he's run out of character. If you don't, yeah, think run, if they don't have, they don't have put moral go, character again. I walk up. Rogers is going to go. It's kind of very obvious. He, he needs to go. He needs to go. Yeah, yeah. I don't say okay. Uh, okay. So you start. Okay, let's go. Let's, let's go. Let's go. Then we'll come back to top six. Uh, who wants to go next? Ola, you want to go? And well, Nottingham Forest going down, I think. Like you can't buy it like 22 players 22 and just players come and on. Well, when we are talking of lack of strategy, that uh, is complete not, lack of strategy. Pick, man. Up, pick up game <laughs> 22 players, they are going down. I beg, uh, Bournemouth, I think Bournemouth will go down. I think they are not strong enough in all departments. Um, they have a new manager, I think they are having a new manager bounce at the moment, and that's going to wear off. Well, basically, because that guy, like their manager now, is was like assistant manager. I don't think they can sustain it, so they're going down. Um, I think last time I go down, unless unless they they address the issue of lack of motivation among the players. So this is not a lack of motivation from Rogers. Rogers is going to get fired. That guy is gone. It's the players themselves. The players themselves they don't look up for it again. There are a few players I wanted to leave. They were not allowed to leave. So I think Leicester will go down because those players, you can see their body language, not just yesterday, all throughout the season, their body language, they're not fighting for each other, they're blaming each other on the pitch. I don't know, does a new manager solve all that? I don't think so. I think they're going down the season. Oh, wow. That's a big call, big call. Okay, oh, Dada. We intercept on two. Okay, okay, okay. Um, mine is Nottingham Forest, uh, Everton, and... Ooh. Everything okay, <laughs> please okay. let them go down. <laughs> no, 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 they can't go down. They can't go down. No way. I believe in Lampillo. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have and he will be. Mm -hmm. You say you believe Lampard and what do you say? I and he will be. Oh, he will oh. be has become a different player this year. I don't understand. Ever since he got moved to move midfield, oof. he's found his level. Yeah. It's found his level. Everything is his level. Yeah, it's his level. That's that's his level. As long as he plays well for Nigeria, <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. Okay, okay. So this is my thoughts. Uh, I think Bournemouth will probably be like twenty. I think Nottingham Forest is going down nineteenth. The, the one I'm slightly controversial. Yeah, head. Slightly head. It's slightly controversial, but I think Villa are going to go down. Mm. No. You know, not that controversial, actually. I think they're going to keep bouncing. Like, oh, one, anytime, think... anytime Aura Man is under the spotlight, we, we want yeah. one, one step, one step like, forward, three steps bro, backward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Villa all season. By the time they realize it, it will be too, be too late. late. They're going to hold on to Lampard, I said, sorry, Gerard, because of Gerard. this, you know, Aura Man. They are midfield. Is that midfield I always look at? I'm like, for some reason, that midfield is not just working anymore. Like, it, it worked when the first came. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. I always like to always look at midfield. It's, it, my call would have been Everton before, but Everton strengthened their midfield now, and they kind of had this. You know, they have this balance of hard work and like will be, and um, and most of their their players also in that team. If I remember, they they are not internationals too. That's that's one thing that Everton have going over Villa. Trust me, I looked at this team yesterday. 
Buenas tardes. 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 So yeah, I I think Villa going down. So uh, which, which Villa players in midfield are playing World Cup? They have Jacob Ramsey. He's not going to the World Cup. They have McGinn. McGinn, who is Scottish, he's not going to the World Cup. Okay, okay. So I guess I guess I think that. But Douglas is going to World Cup, right? Yeah, Douglas, yeah. does he play regularly for Brazil? That guy will be chilling on the bench, man. <laughs> he's not, he's not playing regularly. No, no, I see your point, though. I see your point. Villa are not very good. They are not very yeah. good. Gerard is struggling there, uh, okay. but I don't think they're going down. You know, no, we'll see. We'll that's, see. That's my controversial pick. Top six. <laughs> I, need, I need this one in order. Top six. In order. Yes, I need the order. Of course, that's the interesting part of this. City, City will win for sure. That Haaland is, 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 is an animal. <laughs> uh, Something changed my mind about strikers not working on that paper. Oh my god. Haaland. <laughs> City. Arsenal will come second. second I think. I oh think wow. Arsenal will come second. Then. Tottenham, just Sorry. because they'll find a way to crash out of Europe. Conte doesn't like playing in Europe. He'll find a way to crash out of Europe and focus on it. Yeah. Um, and fourth, my mind says, mind you, but my head is saying Liverpool because Liverpool will find a way to get back in it. Um, then I think I'm going to go with Liverpool in this case. Then fifth would be Man U. And sixth, sixth, I think. Man, I want to say Chelsea because I'm a Chelsea fan. But Harry Potter, unless he's bringing true magic there, I don't know if he's going to do anything there. What? But the Chelsea squad? No, no matter Harry Potter is, I think you guys are still. Uh, Chelsea Fine, I'll go Chelsea six just because I don't want to be disrespectful. <laughs> I was going to say Newcastle before, but Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea six. Uh, I don't know if Dada is, can quickly give his okay. He said he cannot, so he's gone. Okay, cool. Okay, City. Dada says City Spurs. Arsenal third, Chelsea fourth, United fifth, Liverpool sixth. And, and Liverpool sixth. Yep. You think Liverpool goes? Yeah. <laughs> I think Liverpool will finish outside of top four. Okay. That's my bold prediction. Actually, to be very honest with y'all, my really, really bold prediction, but I'm just so scared to make it, is that Arsenal or Spurs will win the league. Spurs. Yeah. It's just I like, like it. But yeah, they'll I like be there. Like it'll be different. I like they'll that. be there. They'll be there. <laughs> Spurs. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I have them second. Yeah. Okay. I like give yours. I know it's the same thing. My 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 change though from yesterday. That, that, ah, okay. well done. I, I have one small change. Just well, go ahead. Hola. Okay. Well, City, City to win it. Spurs second. Um, I think Liverpool, Liverpool probably bounce back. We we'll finish third. Um, but yeah, I think Spurs will actually run City close. Liverpool won't be near City this season. Um, United, United are making their way into top four. Um, Tenag, Tenag is, is is showing that yeah, he knows what it's about. Um, Arsenal, the reason why I think they are not going to make top four is this this Europe. They're going to be in Europe, and like um, Benny said, they are not going to crash out quickly like Spurs. Spurs, I think Spurs <laughs> won't go past second round even if they make second round. But Arsenal, I think Arsenal will go deep in the Europa, and that's going to affect them, and they'll finish fifth. And Chelsea, this is a rebuilding phase. <laughs> so at this stage, um, Potter for me is a good manager, but I don't think he's making top four this season. I think it'll be next season when he's properly in place. You you, you see his past history. I think he, he needs probably 18 months to probably get all those players playing his style of football. So I think that Chelsea finished sixth. Okay, okay. 
Okay. Uh, mine very quickly. City, they have Haaland. Haaland is a from is from a lab, in my opinion. Um, and they have Pep. Yeah, so. Ridiculous. So I still think as as low as everybody's on Liverpool, I think Liverpool's going to come second. Uh, it's, it's all about goals. They have a lot of goals in them. They are going to figure things out just before the World Cup break, and they'll probably want to run. Yeah, I think they'll figure things out. They're not going to challenge City. I agree with that. City are going to win the league at the counter. I've said that already. They're going to win like 10, just like when they won it when we came second. City are going to win like 8 or 9 points, 10 points ahead. That's what I think, anyway. Um, Liverpool will come second. I think Spurs are going to be very close to Liverpool. Very, very close. I just see Spurs as a team that is... They will be. They will, they will have just a lot more games. They will drop points because of their haram football. You know, they will... Yeah. <laughs> They play too many around for too much around football. They'll have more than Liverpool. They will, it will work mostly, just declare it work mostly, but it will not work enough for them to surpass Liverpool. I think they will just fall just a little short, maybe one or two points away from Liverpool. Uh, I had United fourth. Yes, when, when we did our official predictions. But I keep thinking, you know, when I keep seeing Arsenal, how comfortable they are. Because me, I like to be on, I, I look at them, they make changes. Odegaard didn't play today. They played. They looked very good. The other before when they played the games, the three games before today, they didn't have party. They still look good. They went against us, right? We sucker punched them mostly. They still look good. So I'm like, hmm, am I underrating this Arsenal team? They're not going to make top four. Am I, and I know that there's Europe, there's there's injuries, there's depth. I'm looking. I'm like, hmm, because hmm. then I'm I'm comparing the challengers for that spot. It's only United, I think. Uh, Chelsea are going to like drop off a little bit, and when I look at United, I'm like, I watch them. You know, we don't have a striker. That thing is going to come out and bite us in the ass toward down the league. So I, I have moved Arsenal to fourth, and I think United will come fifth because I think Europe is going to affect us too. And we don't have a striker. If we buy a striker in January, this could change. We don't have a striker. I think that's going to come back and bite us, bite us in the behind. So those are those are that's oh it's fifth. Fifth United, sixth Chelsea. I think Chelsea. Chelsea have a very good squad. Kante will come back. They'll be fine. They'll win a couple of games. Kante wants to leave. <laughs> Kante wants well, to leave. Well, that's just money. It misses Tuchel. Tuchel. Ogakami says City first, Liverpool second, Spurs third, fourth Chelsea. Wow. Fifth United, sixth Arsenal. So think, wow. Kwame is giving us credit like this. Fourth. Wow. Yeah, it, could <laughs> it could happen. Let's wrap up the show. It's been we've been going on for so long now. Uh kudos and donkey of the week. Okay. Uh one second. Let me pull that up. Okay, kudos and donkey of the week. It looks like Allah was ready with zone. You were talking oh, about it. All right, yeah. Well, kudos. Um Ethan Tumaneri, youngest Premier League player of all time. Came on today, 15 years old. I'm trying to remember what I was doing at age 15, man. I think I was still sitting down for my YEC back home in Nigeria, <laughs> trying to figure out chemi chemical equations and things like that. And your man is stepping on a Premier League pitch at age 15. I mm. think Ateta was trying to throw Bournemouth. Um, sorry, was trying to throw Brentford, though, because I, I think they had some beef last year where your man <laughs> was... So I think, yeah, that was part of the trolling. Like, okay, yeah, kick about with the boys, yeah. Okay, I'll put on a 15-year-old. Let's see. But yeah, kudos to him, 15 years old on the pitch in the Premier League game, fair play. Um, second kudos, Liverpool women represented for Liverpool today, beat Chelsea, the defending champions in the WSL. Oh. Our first game back 
in the top flight and we beat Chelsea, the defending champions, Liverpool women. They're keeping up a tradition of keeping Chelsea where they should be. Under Relax. the trips. <laughs> Relax. Calm down. Be coming down. Ah, uh, yes. And my third kudos, final one, Ronaldo, for his enthusiastic celebration. Um, was you. Was <laughs> you in the Europa League for a penalty, you know. I mean, I love yeah, donkey. That, that, that sounds more like a, that's more like a donkey than <laughs> My donkey of the week, the first one, um, quickest red card in League One history in the French League. Uh, Jean-Claude Todibo, nine seconds. You're getting sent off after nine seconds. Why did you bother to come on the pitch, man? Nine seconds into a game, we got a red card today. So, like, man, donkey of the week. And the second one, I already mentioned it, Gary Neville, it pissed me off with that. Oh, American owners, this, 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 that, that, that. They are ruining football. Man, it's not, bad owners are bad owners. Good owners are good owners. I don't think it's restricted. You're not, he's not talking about the ones who are doing sports washing, the ones who, you know, their regime are killing journalists. You're saying, you're now you're saying American owners are the owners ruining English football. Man, get a grip. If you're going to criticize owners, criticize all of them equally and fairly. Man, I'm all for balanced criticism. Don't just single them out and say, oh, these guys are coming to ruin our football. Uh, I don't, I didn't agree with that. It should have been more balanced. There are other people you can call out. And you all, it's not wrong that he's calling out some of the American owners. Some of them are not good. That's true. But, man, call out the other ones too, you know. Yeah, yeah so... That's my second donkey of the week. Okay, common sense. Kudos is Vinicius. Okay, I guess Liverpool Madrid just finished playing, or maybe they're playing. I don't know. Like, uh, donkey is <laughs> useless. Gates. He's leading England in only one direction south. What is this Christmas for for Southgate? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave. I, 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 I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> agenda. If, if he's saying wrong thing now, so now we find a way to enter these days. <laughs> <laughs> Benny, uh, yeah, uh, kudos of the week. Uh, first one, I, I'd like to give it to Hyomin Son, man. Three goals in 13 minutes off the bench. You could tell he was pissed when he scored everything, mm -hmm. like looking at mm -hmm. the guy that's always smiling and everything. He's like, yeah, like, yeah, I'm me, yes, yes, I'm me. One, two, three. Ah, uh, okay. I think he's trying to send a message to. Conte, do not never ever start with Charlie Sin ahead of me. That's what he's trying to say. <laughs> Second kudos, and this is a bit uh biased, but Alexi Wobi, man, was oof. Watch the FNT game, boy was playing ball, man. Loved it. Absolutely loved well. everything about it. He hasn't played well. Hey guys, yeah, he's playing well, like very well. Last time I saw him, I, I, I saw him in person when he came to play in the US against um, Mexico, and the boy was Manning that midfield here and Aribo, but he was on a different level. Manning that midfield, I was like, Wait, what's what, what this player been the whole time? <laughs> and I think Lampard trusted him and just put him in the midfield now, like he's there in the midfield, not like playing wing back or left middle in the midfield right there. And he just mm -hmm. and he's you know re, re, uh, repaid that trust. That's what he was, but, that. Um, who forget that? That's what he was in there. Yes, that, that's what he was. That's all what he was. was right? just pushing it forward because you know, they did penetrate, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But midfield is where he's like at home and it's showing. Mm -hmm. So that's good. Uh Donkey of the Week. Um <laughs> this is hard to say, but it's just, it's just happened recently, Chad. Mourinho, which I'm a, who I'm a really huge fan of. I think if he had stayed on that touchline, kept his calm or whatever, maybe he would have engineered something with Roman. Like they, they lost to Atalanta uh one, one, like earlier today. And um, I, as much as I'm a fan of his, I think that he was quite 
it was cool. I don't know. He, he was he was immature to get himself sent off. Um, and oh, Moreno. Yeah. yeah. Today. <laughs> Surprise. I, I know. I, look, I'm a huge fan of his. I'm a huge fan of his. I'm also <laughs> able to call him out when he makes some crazy because the game was there to be won. He played. They played well. Roma played well today, but you know he lost his cool, and the players needed him at a crucial time, and he wasn't there because you know he lost his cool. So that's my uh, big donkey. And I forget the name of the um. Uh, the guy that called out Vinicius, the 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 what's what's his name? It was just an agent oh, or whatever from dancing. Yeah, the Atletico Madrid player. It, was it okay? No, it's not okay. It's uh, ooh, who it did was, that? I can't remember. A guy come and tell us in the comments. A guy will tell uh, us. A guy come. He knows it now. He knows everything. He knows everything. Yeah. Oh, so it's his I name. cannot wait. I cannot wait for his next goal. I cannot wait. <laughs> Let me see what he does when he scores. You call him a monkey and all. Yeah, okay, fair enough. My guy will come out to the boombox and dance there. I cannot wait for that next school. I want to see it, and I'll be here with popcorn and everything. But yeah, my 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 kudos is uh, like you said, Son Son gets the first one. Mm. The uh, for his hat trick, of course. Uh, almost perfect hat. The second one, yeah, second half hat trick, exactly. Second one is uh, Union Berlin for being top of the Bundesliga. Union Berlin. Oh, that's right. Yeah, budget. Yeah. They don't even have. They are not even top four, three budgets in the league. They're probably like top seven or something like that, or top right. ten. They are five points ahead of Bayern, you know, comfortably on top. So they yeah, they get my kudos. Uh, Nagos man, Nagos man, might be out the door. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, we know how Bayern rolls. If, if this TT is out there, <laughs> dude, look, ah, if it goes to TT, that would be very interesting. We have to do this very now. interesting. Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, end of. Uh, so my. Donkeys, yeah, Leicester, Brendan Rogers, the old Leicester players and Brendan Rogers together. They get my donkey. Brendan Rogers needs to reinvent himself. I know he needs to reinvent himself. I did a good job. It's a good job, Leicester overall. The first two and a half years, fourth, fifth with those resources. I'll give him credit for that. But now he needs to he needs to he needs to reinvent himself. He, he needs, needs to, a break. He needs, you know, break. he needs to take a break. You know, football is just more than you know, uh Tactical periodization or all that Mourinho nonsense that he's a fan of and um, transitioning. He needs to reinvent himself to possession football a little bit. I know you like Mario Benny, but it's true. It's uh, football has moved past that, man. Like you can't just be waiting for phase transition, transition. You know, what do you do when you have the ball? That's that's what I true, true, true. see. What do you do when you have the ball? You need to invite all the top managers are doing that. You can't just be one right. transition teams every time. Right, how, right. how are you going to like break through things? So that that's why I think I we've come to the end. For sure. Let's take. Oh, P.S. I could talk about money struggling. You lead the agenda in the comments or somewhere else. <laughs> please, knows. let's gloss over it. He's, he's oh, walking I alone. He's wait. walking alone in Bayern Munich. Please, please. let's let's just leave him alone there, please. But if if I'm walking alone, where you are too in your own house, <laughs> <walking alone>. we <laughs> miss each other. So let him come back home. Uh -huh. You miss each other. We almost got today. He did post right before. Oh, five I, games, I zero goals. Seen. Five games, no goals. Wow. <laughs> Don't worry, they need a new manager. <laughs> okay, not fire. Now Guzman was never that good. Let's be honest, it was never that good. He has good fashion sense, though. His yeah, fashion sense is fashion. Top notch. <laughs> I take that guy's whatever before I go and go to the suit store to buy stuff. Wait, how did I wear this thing? <laughs> it's just as fashion sense. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see it's just there. It's just there. We got to the end of the show. Benny, it was it was fantastic coming on. Thanks for coming. It was lovely, lovely. My pleasure, my pleasure. We try to bring you on again. Hola, as always. Thanks for coming on. For everyone in the comments, Oga Kwame, Zaza, everybody supporting the comments. I think 
Miami uh, was into. Thanks. We're out. Have a good one. See ya. Bye. Bye. Good night. Good night.